imagine if the mechanism by which young men and now young women picked up arms and go off to kill other young men, women, children, and the rest were different. Is it a terrible task, we oldies ask of them, or are they bursting to kill and risk their lives for some cause, any cause, call it God and country, as a mark of their merit, their goodness, their honor, their fitness to belong to the society that sends them off to kill, or is it just hormones? Is it the rite of passage from which they turn, return remade as full and deep adults? I wish it was. It could be. Except they return to a culture defined by people who do, did not do what they did. With infantile values of self, wealth, status, and selfishness, who conveniently insist, since they cannot find a way to hear you, that you have PTSD and medicate you. We call you strange because you don't refit in our kindergarten of life. Somebody asked me if I didn't think there wasn't some small honorable impulse in these young ones when they said they were going off to defend our freedoms, an honorable impulse that we find good, that we say is heroic and honor them for. Did I think that? I don't. I think that they're very brave. And at a time of life when bravery is possible, it fades away, it seems, as we get older. Maybe we are wiser. I don't know, but I think we crave honor in our youth that we cannot endure in our age. So it is a useful impulse that the older generation exploits to fight their wars. Maybe wars they did not fight because they were too afraid, or as Dick Cheney said, too important to risk their lives in. But as we are talking about Russians or other baddies, do we think that other soldiers are soldiers for other reasons, i.e. natural evil or brainwashing in the few years they have before they go off to kill? It seems we have decided it is evil in them. And I bet you they say the same of us. So that's a wash. If it is the brainwashing, is it not likely we are doing the same thing, just maybe different detergent, that God is in our cleansed minds only? If any of these questions pop up in the minds of thinking people, I never see it reflected in the news, let's say, or even in the smart Chris Hedges type people I seek out for sensible thinking. It is just assumed that Russian boys and girls, like American boys and girls, will go off to defend their country assumed by all, but what if that mechanism were broken? That we would allow young people to talk it out, to decide without a looming accusation of cowardice hanging like Damocles above. But in the Muhammad Ali sense, what if I had said at 17 when I was draftable, show me a reason to defend my country? What would they say? Convince me that Attacking Vietnam was defending my country. Go ahead, do. What would my culture say behind my back? I'm sure they would whisper, coward. I was not a coward. I know the notion of killing another person, even another animal, has always been rough for me. I would say, too, like one of the great French intellectuals, that I don't, I didn't, at 17, have a country. I don't. I have a planet where I was born. So maybe I would not be a coward or important like Cheney, 
but a traitor at 17. I think Ali was called that a lot. Or maybe like in some European countries, I would have the option to join a Peace Corps. Rather than kill, I could help. So maybe those Swedens give us the choice to be a coward or a warrior. I'm pretty sure one can be a warrior without being told and agreeing who one should kill. I don't think that defines warrior. Joseph Campbell would say the hero sacrifices himself, herself, for something bigger than him or herself. Since I would defend all humans, fight for all animals, how do I select who to kill? Since that seems to be the ultimate in service, can one be a warrior and not kill, etc.? Can one be grown up without having killed? Because that is the implication of the myth. Our killers are heroes. How else does one get there, I ask you? These might have been questions I'd have had at 17. Not really because I had issues with killing or dying, but I had big issues with who had the power over me to demand that of me. Or assumed they had that power over me. I have always had this problem. Or maybe more simply, it depended on how these bosses asked. Please help us would have been an excellent ploy with me. Please help us was all, has always worked for me. But we do not do that, do we? The bosses say do it if you say no or why you are fired for insubordination. But in an, in an equal society, who is sub of subordination? Are young people sub because they are young and unwise? Don't make me laugh. The older I get, I'm staggered how stupid stupid get people get as they age. I do know why this happens and how, but it's not important. It's just a fact. So if someone had said to me, some older person when I was 17, go kill Russians, go kill some Vietnamese, I would have Ali-like asked why. They would then have explained why Russians deserved to die or not, where they would have failed, or said it was my duty to obey, at which point I am not free. And again, they have failed. So I w- I, I'd have been a hard nut at 17. I was a hard nut. There were other things I asked reasons for, like going to college. Those answers from my oldies were also severely wanting. You'll get a better paying job, whizzed over my head and clattered against the wall behind. If something as silly and shallow as you'll earn more money failed at 15, how was Defend Your Freedoms going to work at 17? I didn't feel very free with a draft board and a society telling me what to do or else I'd go to prison or Canada. It seemed to me that boot camp was designed to precisely crush one's understanding of what freedom meant entirely. And I think that that this is true, not because it was conspired, but because it is native to the lie we lie to ourselves. Vietnam was an amazing episode. The great facts have been smothered since by the myth we need for our much more obedient age, but basically a generation stopped a war. In my uneducated opinion, this is the first time since Aristophanes suggested it in Lysistrata, and I don't think that ended the Peloponnesian War. But the young define the old, and not buying the explanations behind the authoritarianism of the old was then as effective as withholding sex from the men in town. 
The draft was an honest way to go about war-making, just telling young men to go kill and getting the intelligent response that move deserved. I wonder if that is why some Russians have genuinely dissented against the behavior in Ukraine, which, by the way, the U.S. did not when we went into Iraq. Their young people were not free to choose. They, were, they are forced to fight, which causes a healthy rift in society. But if you leave killing to volunteers, you are conscripting into justifying their wars as they justify your obedience. Their brainwashing justifies and mirrors ours. I guess the honesty so traumatized society that we went back to voluntary killers and set about convincing our young to join up, the few, the proud, the marines, etc., and all the movies promoting the rites of passage and notion, the rites that do not work. It would be really cool to try and work out some real thing that kids can do to make them adults who don't rush off to war every shot they get and then grow into adults imagining that PTSD is a natural phenomenon and alcoholism and other addictions are, are as inevitable as suicide. Recruiting an army pushes on the same buttons exactly as recruiting a gang. Our identity, our manhood and womanhood depends on the death of others and vice versa. Why we might even develop an adult crew who are actually qualified to criticize the Russians and their tragic aggressions, and it will be hard. Another loss of freedom is the awful single nature of adulthood. Children do resist, so the mantles tighten in the school ages. It gets narrower. Nothing new, only as old as possible and as portentous as biblical flood. The process of getting free is total. Sexual identities are as laughable as they are oppressive. Our economic behaviors are stewed in this indoctrination, and a lot of them are dying, more than ever, not because they aren't following the rules you made, but because they tried and died. Maybe we have been seeing the rebellion in colleges and the response from the oldies has been as banal and predictable as it ever was. The eternal kids these days. What is wrong with you old people? Can't you enjoy it? But then pleasure was never your strong suit, was it? <laughs>